Ken Sim was elected mayor of Vancouver after campaigning on a platform that prioritized public safety and affordability. The leader of the newly formed center-right ABC Vancouver Party won by command by a commanding uh, margin over incumbent Kennedy Stewart. Uh, the party dominated the October 15th election with all of its candidates appearing to have won their seats on council, park board, and school board with decisive majorities. Now, Sim, who had lost, get this, the Vancouver mayoral race by 957 votes to Kennedy Stewart in 2018, has made history by becoming the city's first Chinese-Canadian mayor. Among other platform promises, ABC Vancouver and Sim have committed to reducing crime in the streets and wait times for building permits at City Hall. Joining us now to talk about that decisive victory and what went behind it, but also the transition uh, into power as well is Kareem Alam, the campaign manager for ABC Vancouver. Kareem, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. So how was transition going? I, I, you know, winning the election is one thing, and then it's not like you get days off. You immediately start talking about transitioning and, and taking hold on, on the levers of power at City Hall. How is that going? It's been going incredibly well. Uh, we got to work on our first transition meeting the day after the election. Uh, uh, the committee is co-chaired by uh, former Surrey Mayor Diane Watts, uh, another big city mayor who uh, had a lot of uh, really neat, interesting ideas about how she uh, got a handle on public safety issues in her community. Uh, the committee also includes Tung Chan, a former uh, city councillor in the city of Vancouver, and then a former uh, deputy manager, deputy city manager named James Ridge, who's also been advising us on how best we can get our platform, 94-point platform, implemented over the course of the next four years. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue of transition, for those who don't follow politics uh, closely, how important is transition and how does the process of transition actually work? It's extremely important. Uh, uh, people expect that the government continues to move along the day after an election occurs. And uh, I want to acknowledge Mayor Kennedy Stewart has uh, been very supportive of, of uh, getting us the documents and getting the briefings and the information that we need to be able to get to work on day one. But it's also about making sure that those contacts at senior levels of government are happening. The team have been engaged with conversations with federal ministers and making sure that those relationships are still intact, as well as the provincial government. Uh, we've been meeting with the premier's office, the prime minister's office, uh, staff, as well as uh, several different ministers in our priority area. And those meetings have been going very, very positive. Uh, I want to step back a little bit. Um, you know, a lot happens in an election campaign, just not just in the, the final sort of four weeks, but it takes months to put um, a plan together, uh, ideas uh, in, a, in, a, in a policy document to say, look, this is what we stand for, this is what we hope to accomplish. Talk to me a little bit, how did you come with the idea, and this is just one of them, obviously, but the one that I think most people have been paying attention to is the 100 police officers and 100 mental health nurses. Uh, give us a sense of background as to how that sort of came, how you came up with that and how you build that policy. Yeah, so the 100 police officers, 100 mental health nurses is really a reflection of what we already do in the city of Vancouver. Since 1978, we've had a partnership with, between Vancouver Coastal Health, which runs our hospital system, and the VPD, partnering in a program called CAR 7 where they pair one mental health nurse and a police officer. But the relationship doesn't end there between Coastal Health and the VPD. It goes all the way down where the ratios go from one-to-one police officer to one police officer to four nurses in our ACT program, one-to-eight, and all the way down. Um, And this establishes a continuum of care uh, in frontline services for the city. 
that program has been enormously successful. And all we said is ABC, let's make it bigger. This is the kind of uh, uh, programming that we need to be able to start to address some of the street disorder that we've been seeing. Compassionate, health-led, police-protected, frontline services. That's what we've been talking about. Do you recall who came up with the idea to come up with the 100 nurses, 100 police? Though I mean, I, I get the, the, what you've been doing, but to, some, to, to, to convince people to put that on a piece of paper with, a, with policy ideas, do you recall how that came to fruition? Yeah, so uh, the start about a year and a half ago, uh, Vancouver Coastal Health said, here, Vancouver, we're going to give you 10 mental health nurses. But the city of Vancouver, for whatever reason, couldn't come up with the resources for 10 police officers to match that program. So the funding for those nurses went away. And at that point, there's from observers of these programs, they were really upset. When we did our analysis, uh, we identified a few things. Number one, uh, in the city's own report, in the police department, police board's own report, they expect that there are about 60 police officers short uh, of being able to fulfill their 2021 service levels. Well, we're beyond 2021 at this point. So as we sort of looked at the range of resources, we were sort of in the range of 90 to 110 police officers over the course of 2026. And we're probably in the range of 100 mental health nurses, social workers uh, over the course of the next four years. So the 100, 100, uh, 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 the numbers were so close enough to the 100, 100, it was just easier to communicate um, uh, with those numbers. But it's all in that range. And it's all, in effect, uh, what all the reporting has, has led up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, uh, when you watched everything that's been transpiring at Vancouver City Hall, that's, you know, uh, paper cup fees, parking tax, coyotes in, in, in Stanley Park, there's a myriad of issues that are covered every single day at Vancouver City Hall. Um, what are the overarching sort of themes that convince you this is the direction we need to go and to build our team around? And how, how long did it take you to put that sort of um, broad philosophy to take on Kennedy? So how long did it take you to put all that together? I, I, think, I think we quickly realized in early on that there definitely was an appetite for change. Um, and when we started asking ourselves, what is it that people want? Uh, what we realized is people just want a government that's going to be focused on making decisions in a science evidence-based way. Um, that was going to be about making people's lives better, uh, making lives, people's lives more affordable. And some of these fees that have been piled on haven't been doing that. Some of the decisions that we've been making um, uh, haven't been leading to better public safety. Uh, so we just went out and engaged with experts. We went out and engaged with moms and dads. We went out and engaged with community leaders and really, really received that information well. Uh, and we're able to use that to compile a platform. And I think that platform resonated. Who was your core voter? Someone said, well, it's the first time the right has taken control of City Hall. But when I look at your policies, one could argue, uh, you know, there's other parties that were further to your right. Uh, some could look at team on, in regards to some of their policies. You could look at the NPA as well. I mean, did you like who was your voter you were going after? Is it a federal liberal voter you were going to after a progressive conservative? I mean, give me a sense of what your typical voter looks like. Yeah, I think what we wanted to do was we wanted to create a new party that was free of any federal or provincial affiliations, and we wanted to target all voters. Every voter in the city has priorities around garbage pickup, and that's not a left or right issue. Every voter had their complaints about potholes and uneven sidewalks and a myriad of other issues, and those aren't left or right issues. Um, So we went out to those communities uh, uh, and really received that information in a way that I I felt 
and, and, and communicated in a way that was devoid of any uh, ideological backing. It was just about making Vancouver a better city, better run. No more 34-hour marathon council meetings. And of course, I'm exaggerating that number. But as people are just sitting there and watching the city hall and the city fall apart, and going on TV and watching council meetings, uh, what was happening in the city wasn't being reflected what was happening in the council meetings. Hmm. Well, I know you've got uh, a lot uh, ahead of you uh, as a, a campaign manager, but also your team, your elected officials, got a lot on their plate on the city hall level, the park board level, uh, and uh, and many others. Uh, you know, changes that have to that have to be made moving forward, uh, and the school trustee level, of course, as well. I want to thank you for your time and look forward to having you on the show uh, in the near future. Thanks so much, Kareem. Thank you so much, Josh. Have a great day.